Welcome to Stafford Rugby Club's podcast. This week, joining us, we have the one and only Scotsman, Stuart Haggis Duncan. How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good, Dave. And as always, our host is Dave Howard. Excellent. Um, mate, how have you been? Um, has, has lockdown affected you much? You know, how has things been going with you? Uh, I'm good. It's like uh, carrying too much weight, but that's partly down to lockdown. Um, more, it's like t- eating too much snacks, but it's like, uh, hopefully we'll manage to get some of that off. Uh, lockdown, to be honest with you, wasn't really bad for me at all. I mean, we had a spell for about, what, four or five weeks where we were working from home. And then after that, we've just been back in as usual. That's not too bad, then. not too bad. Um, has the uh, the missus family been affected much? Um, not really. I mean, they were a little bit worried at the start, but I think everything's kind of getting back to usual in Japan. Um, in fact, she showed me a picture because it's uh, seemingly the long weekend in like, Japan and one of the airports. Uh, there's definitely no social distancing there. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, mate, you could argue there's no social distancing around Starport. So. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> um, so, mate, I mean... Obviously, I've said you, you are the one and only Scotsman, and you are. But, um, I mean, those who know you and have spent, you know, longer than one point with you, shall I say, it's probably the better way of putting it, there is Stuart, who is a very polite, very well-mannered, very good bloke, who is, uh, yes, sir, no, sir, three bags full, sir. And then there is the atom demon, that is Haggis, that is usually about five points in, maybe more. Who, well, it, it, all I can say is if you get on well with you, you're an absolute jolly, jolly, wonderful bloke. If they don't, you can be an absolute menace. Would you say that's fair to say? Uh, that's pretty accurate, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, no, with that, obviously, I mean, mate, you're not afraid of a social. Um, would you say that's one thing that you kind of enjoy around the club? Is it something you kind of, throughout your time in the club, has been, a, I mean, you've been a constant at them, but is it uh, something you really enjoy? Well, yeah, I think you've got to enjoy them. I mean, when the day, being a, a rugby club at our level, it's like, I would say at least half it is the social side of it. I mean, you've got to like, uh, at least get like the boys, get on with them a few beers and things like that i mean even if you're not don't drink and stuff like that just being there and like uh taking part it's it's part of what rugby's about really hmm. no i totally agree um what would you say you know what what brought you to the club because a lot of people probably don't know that story um what is it that brought you down to the club and, and what would you say other than obviously living in town has kept you at the club well it's like uh I joined 10 years ago now, so it's like I'm getting on a bit. Um, I moved down from my work, uh, and to be honest, I was looking to like, uh, join a club, because I'll say I played when I was back up at home. And I'll be honest, I did go down to like, uh, Kitty and have a look at one of their games, but so I was kind of half thinking about that. I didn't really realise that Starport had a club, really, uh, until I went to the bridge to like, uh, watch the Heineken Cup final. Um, and there I met it's like Ed and Julian and Stumpy and all that, and they said to come down for like a uh, preseason. I did. I enjoyed it, and the, I'm still there. 
<laughs> we've, we've kept you ever since. Yeah. Um, obviously, I mean, you've been at the club, what, as you said, t- 10 years now. Um, what would you say kind of during your time has been, has been your highlight within the club? What, you know, what fond memories do you have? Well, there's quite a few to be fair. Like, uh, I think it's like some of the like friendships we made and it's like some of the games we've, I mean, Stour is a strange sort of club. It's like, uh, we can play rubbish, we can play like dog shit against people who we should beat. But for strangely, whenever we play better teams, we seem to like play better ourselves. And some of the best games I think I've played, like I uh, really enjoyed, have been those ones. I mean, uh, Steve mentioned in his po- podcast that game when we like uh, basically went to like uh, St. Lawrence was like fourteen. That was a brilliant game. It's like come away with a win. Um, mm. There's also when we beat like uh, Hereford. It's like they came down with their twos, thought they were going to spank us, and we actually beat them. And then a couple of seasons ago, we beat Luctonian as well. Fantastic. Did you play in the RAF game last season? I didn't, know. It's like, uh, <laughs> it was optional. And it's like, let's be honest, uh, the miles is racking up on my old body now. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, that's the other thing. Obviously, you are a, a front row by trade, let's say. Um, but I also know you're as you're getting a bit wiser, shall we say, um, you're kind of dabbling in a bit of second row these days as well. Yeah, yeah, it's strange. Most people go front, it's like a, from the back to the front in the scrum, I seem to be going backwards. <laughs> how, um, how are you finding it? It's not bad. It's not quite as enjoyable being front row because you don't get that kind of, what do you say, in-game battles, like that personal one against your opposite number quite so much. Yeah, but, for sure. Yeah, I think it's good. I mean, it was like uh, it was only what about three years ago. I now completed this like uh, the forwards. I've played every position now. It's like uh, I was only had number eight to go, and and I got like uh, twenty minutes at number eight when we we're playing Bridge North. <laughs> oh, fantastic! I mean, a- anything that's supposed to be a little bit further away from Diggers moaning as well can only be a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it's just fun. <laughs> I mean, that, that's the other thing as well. I mean, when when you think of the Stour front rows we've had, and the, you know we've had some incredible props over the years. You know, you're talking of your your Melv, your Julian, your Bushy, your Stumpy, but yeah. a, a, a kind of general constant, if you used to say, beyond a, a certain Mister Man of the Match who crops up now and then. It's <laughs> uh, it, it has been yourself. Digger and Walshy. Um, and funny enough, I, I was speaking to somebody the other day about front rows in clubs and stuff. And actually, I can't for life me think of a, a a more prolonged and consistent front row, if that makes sense, particularly at an amateur level. It, it's very rare you see the same free front row t- t- to a point, you know, game in, game out, year in, year out, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I know what you're saying. It's like uh, it has been quite a partnership. It's like uh, us three have gone through, and we've all been there. It's like since I've joined, anyway. It's like uh, I think Walsh was a year or two in front of me. It's like uh, same with Digger, but it's like uh, yeah, we've been and a good like combination. And it's good that it's like both me and Walsh, you can play like hooker and like throw in. Maybe not quite as good as like uh, Mr. Man of the Match, but it's like uh, we it's serviceable. <laughs> well, yeah, that's all you need. Yeah, but um, 
but no, it's you know, is is it something you've? Do you feel kind of? I don't want to say stronger, but are you a bit more comfortable if you look at the team sheet and you know, right? My, my, I say my buddies are there, but my 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 other two parts of the trio are there. You know, is it something you go into a game going right? I know Digger's playing. I know Walsh is playing. Today's a good day. Yeah, I mean, to a certain extent, you know, finally, it's like if us three are in the psych front row, I mean, and I don't think I'm being too big-headed, but you know, fine that the scrums are kind of going to be sorted anyway. It's like, uh, it's like if you a good psych platform. Mm. Uh, it's a bit like if you get Phil, it's like, you know, if you've got Phil, it's like uh, you've got that psych line out, so you could just throw him up. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you mean there. Um, bag of sugar, isn't it? He is, yeah. <laughs> he um, literally tells you to throw <laughs> <laughs> um, I have I have been given one question as well to, to ask you by our <laughs> our esteemed colleague, and you'll know who it is straight away. But uh, he's asked me to ask, how do you get on with your current captain? <laughs> I get on well with my current captain. Yeah. I would say it's like me and Joe. Yeah, we get on well. It's like uh, we have our little moans at each other, but it's like uh, well. We've been playing together for like a, a long time now. It's like a, he's a really good guy. He's tough as nails. I mean, you know some of the stories as well as I do, especially about him like dissipating his uh, testicle and things like that. And yet he would have like tried to carry on. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. But then it's, I think it's fifty percent hard as nails, fifty percent punch drunk. <laughs> <laughs> But, but no, yeah, no, and plus he's he's a very needy bloke. He's a very needy bloke. He is. Um, he is. As we've alluded to, you know, you are, I don't want to say in the twilight of your career, but the the miles, as you've said, are racking up. Do you, you know, do you have a plan? Is there like, you know, I'll keep playing until I, I'm broke, or is it a case of right season by season? What? What's your mindset as you go into it, sort of thing? It's hard. I mean, at the end of the day, I think I've been saying for the last probably about four or five years, it's like this is the last season, this is the last season, this is the last season. But I also end up back. Um, I think I take it year by year. I mean, this year obviously is going to be completely and utterly written off. I think it's like I don't think we're going to actually play rugby, rugby until next year, calendar year at least, anyway. Uh, especially with the way that things are looking. So, although it's bad for the young boys, it is keeping Kinas a bit fresher. It's like, uh, keeps the old knee like, uh, going along. I mean, there's no doubt. I don't want to be broken at the end of it. I mean, I do want to like, finish when, you know, I'm still able to go and do things like, you know, like go for long walks with like, uh, Emily and like, go up hills, mountains and that like I used to. I don't yeah. want to be a stage where, you know, you're kind of <laughs> limited to what you can do. Oh, no, no, you mean you want to finish on your terms. Yeah. But, um, and to be <laughs> fair, I mean, they said originally that the um, most likely return to play was the 20th of November. Um, and again, I, I was talking to a good friend of mine who, you know, is also in the twilight, shall we say. Um, and he said that... Um, you know, from finishing kind of March time, you know, Feb, March time up to yep. now, he said he's, it's been the absolute best thing in the world for his body. 
he said, because he's still been able to to train and keep himself fit in the sense of he was able to do like um, what do you call it, um, like circuit training in his garden and a bit of weights and a, a bit of yoga and whatever you're at home. But he said like he's he said he's never felt so good, and he said like <laughs> he, he, he kind of tricking himself to a bit where he goes, oh, I'm back in my twenties, thirties sort of thing, because he just feels so fresh. He said, but he knows as soon as the uh, the nitty gritty comes back, he's going to get to Christmas if it is the November start, and he said he's going to be like, right, <laughs> <laughs> as you said, not not another season. This is it. But but no, it is interesting. The uh, to, it, or should I say, it will be interesting to say uh, to see if it does prolong anybody's career, if that makes sense. If it does give you that extra season or two, effectively having well twelve months out, as it were. Yeah, I mean it really will. It's like uh, I suspect it will with me. It's like it'll give me at least another year. I would say, it's like uh, because well, you're just not taking the punishment. It's like that you've been doing. I mean, let's be honest. For years, you you do it, and then you get that what two months off during the summer, and it's back at it again. <laughs> well, I mean, it's only when you. I mean, for myself personally, it was only when I became a coach that that I kind of learned to appreciate it. In that, you know, it's really weird mindset. As a player, the off season's never long enough, and as a coach, it's always too long. Yeah, and it's really <laughs> strange. But it was only when obviously I, I saw players, you know, dragging themselves off the pitch, and I know what they're having played and then coaching and knowing what they're going through and what you're asking them to give. And then when you see them kind of four weeks to six weeks after the season's ended, like so, boys never pre-season, and you just see the utter. That's a disbelief on their face. You kind of understand it a bit more, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I know, <laughs> especially pre-season. Uh, <laughs> it's brilliant for the backs, but sick, not so much us forwards. Run. <laughs> well, I mean, I suppose as you get older, you take the Andy Good approach: skip pre-season and go straight into games, don't you? <laughs> uh, well, to be fair, I'd love to see I could, could do that, but no, I do need to like uh, keep going just to keep a little bit of fitness up. It's like. Uh, and there's no doubt, it's like you do enjoy it better. I mean, as you said, I'm getting towards the end. Of, I'm further towards the end of the career than the start. Um, and you can definitely tell. I mean, the last couple of years, you like you feel it. You don't get off the ground quite so much, uh, much early. You don't hit all the rocks that you would normally do. I'd love to say that I'm getting more streetwise and just like uh, wait for the play to come back over to the other side of the pitch. <laughs> well. I mean, funnily enough, there was a podcast we did a couple of weeks back where I was speaking to one of our guests, a front row guest of ours. And as I said to him, there was a prop who played for me, um, which would be over this way, the equivalent of Midlands 3. And he was 52. And honestly, it was one of them every year. As you say, you you knew he had the street smarts, but you knew he wasn't going to offer you you know, electricity around the park. But it's that wise old gnarly of, do you know what? Beat me in the scrum, beat me in the lineup, and that's all I need to do. And it, it's amazing how much you can still affect a game. Yeah. Like just focus on your set piece. And actually, you kind of, you don't mind so much that you don't get, you know, particularly on the coaching aspect, you don't mind so much that you don't get as much around the park. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, like, uh, I know what you're saying. Um, and to be honest, I think uh, it's good that it's like a, you kind of 
start reading the game, I think, a little bit better as you get older because you can't be everywhere. So you got to like, think about not just the next play, but it's like a couple of plays afterwards. Mm. Yeah, for sure. You learn how to get to the uh, the next route the quickest way. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you, you know, what, what does the wife say? You know, is, is she very much keep going as long as you're enjoying it? Or, you know, having met the missus, mate, I know you are ruled with an iron fist. But <laughs> <laughs> is, is it a case of she, she's slowly reeling the leash in and kind of going, look, you've had your fun, settle down, or is she very much, look, keep enjoying it, keep going, and then, you know, you do you, as it were? I think she's somewhere in between, to be honest. I mean, there's no doubt when I start moaning the next day that I can't move and, <laughs> and this bit sore and that bit sore, she's like, well, why'd you play? Uh, sometimes I do ask myself that question, but it's like, at the same time, she has said that you should keep on doing it as long as you want to do it, because she knows that I've always enjoyed it, and it's like, uh, and to be fair, it's like uh, I've been playing it as long as I've known her, so it kind of predates <laughs> it's like uh, the missus. But yeah. yeah, I mean, there's no doubt. Some days, she, especially when she wants to do something, and I'm like, no, training, or no, it's like got a game this weekend. It's like <laughs> she gets a bit annoyed. But I think that's a common theme because without it, it's like uh, all the girlfriends and wives. Hey, mate, they're not called rugby widows for nothing. But, True. Um. Have you thought too much about the about the future in respect to, you know, is there the possibility that we might, you know, one day see Haggis the coach? Uh, or is it a case of when you kind of hang up the boots, as it were, you're just going to have a beer in your hand as per, but this time watching the game? Um, to be honest, I've never really given it that much thought about like coaching. I mean, there's no doubt the... I wouldn't mind trying it maybe for a bit once the playing days are finished. Um, I'm not 100% sure I've got the mentality for it, but it's like, uh, I would definitely give it a go. It's like, as I say, when I hung up the boots, it's like, uh, maybe it's like kids level or something like that, just to say, like, mm-hmm. uh, dabble in it. Um, yeah. See what it's like. I mean, to be fair, mate, you, you, you could probably do senior coaching but as kind of like a, a guest coach doing a bit of scrummaging or something you know I, I wouldn't be surprised if that would be a good forte for you yeah yeah that would be like uh, something to really think about as I say I've never really given it too much thought because well <laughs> don't want to admit that one day I'm not going to be able to do it <laughs> <laughs> I know that feeling mate trust me um, so <clears throat> to, to, to finish this up Going into the next season, whether it be 2020, 2021, um, for yourself personally, you know, do you have, do you, do you set yourself goals? Is there, you know, one or two things you want to get out of the season? Or is it just a case of, do you know what? I'm just going to enjoy it. I'm going to do my time and, and let's see how it goes. To be honest, I, I just take it game by game because I, th- I don't think there's any point in like uh, getting too far in front of yourself. I mean, obviously, we're getting such a good squad now together. We're building up probably more numbers at training than I've ever had. It's like uh, when I've been at like Starport, there's a lot of young guys. Um, we really should be starting this like a uh, push a bit higher. Uh, I think it was coming together last year. Um, what we do need is. And this is ironic because we've always had a really good pack, but it's like uh, 
we could do with a little bit more youth, shall we say, it's like uh, in certain areas, it's like uh, because we could do with some more front rowers coming in. It's like uh, mm-hmm. I know we've got Darn and, and Harry who are brilliant, but it's like um, as you say, me Digger and like uh, Walshy, Walshy will keep on going for a while. I mean, he's just thirty, but it's like uh, me and Digger, it's like uh, turn wrong side of forty, so it's about time we look for some. Somebody pushed me, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. But then, admittedly, I, I think Digger's going to get to his 60s and still turn up on a game day, bend over, and someone's going to go, look, Dig's push, and he'll just push. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, wheel him out for the scrums, and he'll be well happy, I think. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> Probably still moaning the guy dropping him. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. But, I mean, when, when you're blind, deaf, and dumb, what, what else can happen? <laughs> I keep on telling Dan Vins that he's going to be the next tight head, but he says no. Uh, he's getting the build for it. He is he getting is, the build for it. But, you know, I, I keep hearing the words diet, but I don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. um, mate, as always, it, it's an absolute pleasure to chat to you. Uh, and I hope to get down and have a beer with you at some point when, uh, when we're actually allowed out of the house. Um, but, Take care. Enjoy the uh, the training until some sort of game situation happens, uh, and hopefully we, we get to see you for many more years. Um, whether it be in the lovely capacity that is Stuart or in the demon that is Haggis. Well, I'm pretty sure Haggis will be around for a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good man. Cheers, buddy, and I will speak to you soon. See you later, man. Have Cheers, mate. Bye. Bye.